You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in to another hot episode of SOB Style of Business. The podcast is your host, Keetra. And today I have another great guest on the line. I am talking to Kenny Groom. And Kenny Groom is a, a content creator, an awesome content creator. He is the host of Beyond Normal Podcast, which is an awesome show that highlights minority entrepreneurs that showcase their businesses and, of course, the creativity. So, hey, you can never have too much creativity. And, of course, we are going to be sharing and dropping some goods today. And just an honor to have him on. So let me allow him to give that introduction. And, Kenny, we're going to keep rolling from there. But go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks for uh, passing it over to me, Keetra. Um, I've been following the Solid uh, Business Podcast for a while. I'm excited to be on with you. Um, like you mentioned, the Beyond Normal podcast, we are um, all about hi- highlighting uh, minority entrepreneurs and their journey. Uh, we have some uh, some excellent opportunity now, just given the current climate, uh, just to make sure, you know, we're, we're setting the stage for folks to uh, take that gamble on themselves, giving them the tools that they need, giving them that backstory about what it takes to be the boss, uh, the good and the bad that I say comes with it. Right. Um, yeah, we're just excited to, um, you know, be able to uh, give folks uh, a platform for them, to sh- for them to share their story, the reasons why um, they went down that path into uh, being entrepreneurs. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah, and you're definitely right. In the current climate, we have endless potential to really come in and create and share. And I think people are just doing it too out of boredom and it's, you know, turning into other things, which is awesome as well. Um, and I was going to mention to you earlier, like, I think I just read something about, you know, the percentage of content creation has went up. I think if memory serves me right, maybe about 50% or something like that since the pandemic, which, you know, doesn't surprise us at all. But uh, anyway, um, definitely glad to have you on. I want to talk about a few things, several things, actually, in regards to creating content, entrepreneurship. You know, you and I have talked before, so there's a lot of good things that we can, you know, discuss here today. But let's let's start with a uh, a background. Tell us how you got into actually creating content or, or more specifically the podcast. Like what inspired you to launch Beyond Normal? You gave me the uh, perfect segue there. Um, so like you said, people were actually bored, right? Sitting at home. A lot of us were, you know, um, due to COVID. Um, and for me, I was one of those people. I was still working. Um, but I, my in my job, I'm actually a salesperson. So I'm typically used to being out and about. Um, nationwide, um, you know, working with different retailers um, in my day job. But me actually being sitting at home, you know, uh, I was kind of, uh, I was kind of antsy, right? I, I needed yeah. something, somewhere to put my energy. And so one of the things was that I was still, you know, interacting within, with, with, with people within my network. I noticed that there were certain segments of uh, business owners, right? People that look like me and you, yeah. uh, black, brown, Afro, Latino, um, who were, you know, figuring out how to run their businesses, right, um, through through the beginning of COVID. And there was some uncertainty, but they were figuring these things out, right? And so I wanted to, you know, 
make sure that people knew the great work that they were doing, these, these businesses that are in our communities, because in a lot of instances, big institutions, you, you talk about billion dollar corporations, they were actually moving slower than some of these business owners. And, I, and, and, and that was just very intriguing to me. I'm a data guy. Yeah. And so, you know, I thought, you know, in a situation like COVID, there is so much opportunity from a data perspective, right, to capture how people are feeling, what your customers, um, you know, what they want in that given moment. And, and I feel like the, the business owners that I was talking to within my network, they were doing an amazing job of that. And I had to bring awareness to it. Right. Yeah. And I, I love that you mentioned that because it's so so it's such a variety, you know, of the different people in the backgrounds and even the different industries, um, specifically you with, with entrepreneurs, like tell us a little bit about that journey. Let's, let's start with you first having an idea. Like, so you have this whole idea of beyond normal. You're going to get started. You want to launch the podcast. Like, tell us what, how did you, how did you formulate that? And then what was like one of the first action steps to really put that into some sort of tangible, you know, product? Yeah, excellent question. Um, you know, for me, you know, I thought about it for a while. Obviously, you know, we all have these ideas that pop in our head, right? And we, and we, we sometimes kind of sit on them for too long. Right. And yeah. so for me, you know, I, I was talking to my friends. I was like, yeah, I really want to do this. And and for me, um, you know, my day job, I was very comfortable, but I was looking for something to really find, you know, find something to put my time in, you know, find yeah. find find somewhat of a passion project. And so I thought this is a really amazing opportunity for me to do something different outside of my wheelhouse. I don't have experience in media. Media, I didn't know, you know, what the what the steps were. But you know, for me, you know, I sat on the idea for maybe about a week or two, and then I just said, "All right, I'm going to go for it." Right. And so it really just started with simple Google searches. You know, um, about podcasting. Right. You type in podcasting right now. There's so many podcasts that are being created. There's a lot of YouTube videos and resources like that I just used to, you know, figure out what my goals were. Right, um, the yeah. first goal was really for me to start recording. So I'm more of a doer, I would say. Yeah. And so it was really just me reaching out to different folks on LinkedIn. And that was really what got the ball rolling. Because once people started reaching out, you know, I had to figure out, you know, how to start recording these conversations and get them uh, out to the masses via, you know, the, the big um, distribution channels that are out there. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So you took a... You- a week. So that turnaround was <laughs> pretty quick. Like I, you know, I know people and even myself, I've sat on ideas for like years, you know, not weeks, not days, but I'm talking years. And I think that really does deflate, you know, it it deflates the whole creative process and it makes you to where it's like, all right, well, maybe that wasn't for me. But I love the fact that you said, you know, hey, I thought about it a week and then I'm a doer. And so I did, you know, so that that makes all the difference. T- tell us about the creative aspects of what you're trying to capture in these conversations, because I, I've listened to several of your, your episodes and you have a, like I said, a variety of different people and backgrounds, but like, what is the basis of the, the, um, the conversation? Like what, what, what is like one of the main themes that you want to capture from each conversation? Um, you know, it, for me, I think it's, uh, you know, there is no, it, it's kind of one of those, uh, I think back to certain, que- there's certain questions in life, right? Where you, if you ask them, ask somebody about it and you, yeah. you're looking for some direction from them, there's no, there's no quote unquote right answer. When I think about certain questions, like, you know, when's the right time to have kids? When's the right time to right, buy a right. house? When's the the right time to travel? 
um, worldwide, you know, internationally? Like, these are some big questions that if you ask somebody, you're not going to necessarily get, you know, um, you know, a, a, a textbook answer. But in, in certain instances, right, you want to get an answer from somebody who's at least done it. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and that was really the premise for me where there's no right or wrong answer to say, hey, I want to take the gamble. I want to take that step to be an entrepreneur. Right. But you can get perspective from different individuals and it can help you make a, a, a more informed decision. And so it's really allowing those entrepreneurs to share their story. Right. Share the share the good and the bad. Right. I, I want to hear, um, you know, the, yeah. the successes, but we all also want to um, explore those lows as well to give those folks who are on the fence right about starting their own business just a, a little bit more perspective so that they can make a clear answer. And the answer is not always going to be yes, right? Yeah, the answer could be no. It's at, th- at this time, it's not right for me, but at least you can make that informed decision. Um, listening to um, conversations from folks who are actually in it day to day in the trenches. Exactly. Yeah. And you make a good point there. Have you, have you ever had those conversations, though? Like, you know, you're interviewing somebody and you guys are getting into like the discussion and then they say something that, you know, the light bulb goes off or they're just pretty much kind of giving you that additional burst of energy or fire that you need. You know, maybe there's a decision or some sort of um, business idea or something that you're thinking about and you're having an interview with another creator or somebody that you're talking to. And then all of a sudden they say something and you're like, OK, hey, this is this is what I need. You know, have you I'm sure you probably had those conversations, right? All the time. Every single time I have a conversation, you know, some of our, even from some of the conversations that me and you have had. Right. Every single time I have conversations with some folks like that. And it's, you know, don't, don't pay it against the wall, seeing what, you know, what'll stick. Exactly. Um, it, there, oh, something just always comes from it. Um, an idea, um, you know, and, and, and I like it to, I liken it to, you know, dreaming and things like that. Like it's okay to have dreams. It's okay to think outside of the box. And when we're in our normal circle, right. I know you know this, right. When we're in our normal sphere of things, it's hard to get outside of that box. It's hard right, to yeah. think outside of that circle, outside of your normal day to day, the rules that you go by. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just enjoy talking to people um, that are not with in my industry or background, you know, being in entertainment and PR and things like that. So you, when you're talking to somebody who is, I don't know, in geography or finance or some other, you know, banking or, you know, some industry that you have no clue about, like there's always this insight to where you can see some sort of cross section between, Hey, well, maybe that idea that they just mentioned is something that I can use. So I, I I just find it interesting, you know, that we have so much creativity available through different people and different means. So that's that's always a good thing for me. Um, let's let's talk about this. Now, this is one something that I, I've been intending on asking, but I I guess I'm just kind of getting around to do it today on the podcast. Beyond normal. Where where did that where did the name come from? Tell us a bit. Tell us a bit about that. I know that's not a secret. If it is, don't mention yes. it. But hey, other than that, I'm I'm calling you out. How did you come up with that? And I appreciate you asking uh, this question. Uh, it, it it was intentional, but it also it, it kind of wasn't. So at the beginning of COVID, um, the word or the phrase that I kept hearing was COVID is like the new normal, and I. I heard that that phrase so many times, I got sick of it. I was like, what do you mean the new normal? And and for me, I was seeing a lot of the business owners in in my community, within my network, um, you know, they were really navigating like it was business 
And, you know, nothing really changed for them, right? It was business yeah. as usual. Even though COVID was going on, they still had bills, right? They still had to pay, um, you know, their rent for for their floor space. They still, you know, had these bills when it comes to family life. Um, they still had a normal situation going on, right? So in terms of the new normal, COVID didn't really change a lot of the expectations for for us as individuals. Yeah, um, it may have kind of changed the way, some of the ways that we interacted, but what I noticed was that the business owners within my network, again, um, people that look like me and you, um, black and brown, you know, Afro-Latino, um, they are the ones that are that are open even during a year like COVID, the ones that are actually able to stay open, mm-hmm. right? You know, they're beyond normal by default to me. They're going against so many things, right, that, that are put in front of them. Um, you know, COVID being one of them, but, you know, now throughout the year, right, we saw some of the, you know, the social inequalities that, that are, that are impacting businesses in our community. And so they're still able to stay open, right? They're going beyond, above and beyond, right? They, they are beyond anything that we would call normal. And I think we got to make sure that we start positioning, you know, these businesses that are doing amazing things, right? Like you said, it doesn't matter the industry, they're all on my show. Because we're not one thing, right? We're not right, this, yeah. um, you know, monolith. You know, when you think of, you know, African American, when you think of Latino, there, you can't, you can't say we do one thing. We do so many things, great, and a lot of times we are beyond whatever that norm is, whatever that bar is. Exactly. Yeah. No. And you make a a good point there. And like, but what as being an entrepreneur, like entrepreneurship in itself, that's that's something that is not easy. You know. It takes time. You have to know what you're doing. Sometimes, sometimes you don't know what you're doing. You're just kind of going and you're hoping that it works. And like you said, you, you're hoping that something sticks. Um, how has that journey been for you? Like, let's, let's, let's get into entrepreneurship and talk about how we navigate those waters and how we just do until we figure out what works for us. Because even with me, myself, like I've, you know, done all types of different um, or move forward on different creative ideas that I've had. Some of them worked, some of them not so much. But it's in the doing that we learn. You know, I think that that's a part of the process. But let's talk a little bit about your journey and how you've been able to kind of navigate those entrepreneurial waters. Excellent question. Um, so so, so for me, I'm typically like an in the weeds kind of person. Right. So I pick one topic. Right. And I, I, I just I dive right into it. Right. Okay, so yeah. for me, on the front end, it was all about, you know, once I get the episodes recorded, you know, picking which platform and testing these different tools and, you know, buying subscriptions, the different apps that are supposed to help me, you know, and I, I would try things probably the first say, month or so. But what I quickly found out was that, you know, I, I, I pretty much need a tool to record. I need some platform or tool to actually get things out. Right. And then, you know, the, the bigger piece that I quickly learned about and it has constantly been a struggle for me is like, you know, how do I bring this message to the world? You know, picking, you know, whatever the social network is, it's okay, right. but making yeah. sure that I'm interacting with my audience, I'm being intentional. Um, the platform, it, 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 in my opinion, just based off of the experience I've had this year, the platform doesn't matter as long as you're interacting with folks or giving them content, you know, that, that, that warrants some sort of reaction that you can use moving forward. I think it'll be in, in, in a great space. And then for me, it's, really thinking, okay, how do I take these interactions, right? Like, how do I monetize it not only for myself, but how do I, 
how do I go ingratiate myself with the entrepreneur network? Like I, I think of it almost like a frat or a sorority, right? Right. There, yeah. There's these groups out here, and it's exclu- It's an exclusive club, right? Because you, you got to really want to be in this club. But once you kind of raise your hand, now you gotta you, you kind of gotta walk the walk, right? You talk the talk, some, but now you gotta make sure that you're walking the walk. So I spend a lot of time right now, you know, interacting with you know business owners like yourself. Um, you know, figuring out, you know, how do I message, um, you know, how do I message beyond normal the right way? How do I make it cool, right? For, you know, the millennial generation and younger, they, 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 they like that cool factor. Some, one of the things I'm getting into now, merch, we, you know, we talked about that previously. I got the hats, I got the hoodies, you know, that's, that, that's something where, you know, I was, I would have been okay just, you know, doing the podcast by itself mm-hmm. and just recording those conversations. But how do you expand that? How do you, um, it, it goes a little bit deeper than monetize, but but it, it, it's good for me to think of it from a monetization standpoint, just to make sure that I'm building something that's scalable that can be around long term. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, to to go beyond the actual creation part of it, to really build a brand and a business that people can identify with. I think that's that's one of the things you know that determines if if. If it's a project that's not only sustainable, but if people really get behind it and your show, like, I mean, I, I just love the fact the way the fact that anyway, <laughs> I'm crazy today. All right. I just love the way that you um, incorporate different backgrounds, like I said, the different industries and the conversations that, that you have with people. You give people a, uh, an opportunity to really go in and tell their story which is fantastic. You know, some, some podcasts, you can kind of tell which ones are a little bit more strategic. It's like, you know, okay, I got to hit A, B, C, and D and then out. And other podcasts, when you hear them or when you watch them, you see where it's a, a bit more genuine in the conversation and it's not something that's staged and put together. And I think that that makes a difference as well. You know, if you, you're trying to create a brand that's going to be around and people want to follow, then you extend into the merch. I think it starts with your message and the way you come across to people, you know, not, not only as um, a host, but then the guests and the content that you, that you share as well. That is so important um, that you mentioned that because, you know, ultimately what I've noticed with the business owners that I've interviewed on the podcast, you almost can't even really tell the difference between, you know, their product and, and them, right? Because they make sure that there's a piece of them that shows through that product just so the natural way, like the product is a reflection of them, right? So to your point, people are really buying, they're buying you almost when when you have a business, when you're, you're an entrepreneur, they're really buying into you. Mm, they're spending yeah. that money for a product, but a lot of times they got to believe in you in order to even, you know, pull out their wallet, um, like your post, share your post, um, you know, tell others to to, to uh, support your business. They've really got to believe in you. Um, and that's really understated. Um, it, I know the branding and the logos and things like that, they matter. But truly now you think about the digital world, right? Anybody can, you know, put a logo online, right? Anybody can, quote unquote, start a business. But I really got to relate to you in some form or fashion, right? For me to, to, to go above and beyond, right? Be, beyond just looking at your posts. You want me to go beyond that, right? You want me to share it, tell others about it. You want me to ultimately purchase in a lot of instances. And I got to I, I gotta buy into you in, in some form or fashion. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you, you're you pretty much co-signing and endorsing yourself. Just like, you know, with the um, your interviews, you wear your Beyond Normal, the your hat with the logo. And then, you mm-hmm. know, that's, that's helping people to identify, okay, hey, yeah, that's Kenny. That's his brand, his hat, um, his product line, which is awesome. 
And I love that. Like, there's look, the potential that we have right now to really expand beyond normal. Because <laughs> man, look at me playing on your on your podcast to expand. Yeah, to expand beyond what we like. I, I can't even get into it because it's just so extensive, the opportunity. Um, and I just love the fact that people like yourself are really out there creating because you just started your podcast when just um, was it last spring or how? Because how? I know it's fairly new. Yeah, um, so I recorded twenty. I recorded twenty five episodes in twenty twenty. I believe I started releasing the episodes maybe in like May. That's um, crazy. Before that, there may have been like a few weeks, maybe a month, where I was you know trying to stockpile a, a few episodes and getting things going. But um, yeah, just started last year. Um, it's been amazing. I've had amazing conversations with people, and a lot of times the conversations that I had, it just started from me reaching out a simple email, you know, how we, how, how we interacted a phone conversation. Yeah. It doesn't take much to get the ball rolling. We are all sitting at home waiting to conversate with people. I truly believe that at, at this point, after all of us going through 2020, we all are ready to interact with people in our own way. Um, and it just takes an email. It takes a phone call, something organic, something that doesn't, you know, feel, feel like it's Too bottled salesy. up and yeah. templated yet. Yeah, that that's perfect. Yeah, and, and Kenny, I want to ask you as well. Like, did you have any hesitation at all? Like, I know we said, "Hey, a week," you know, a week, and then you got started, and you you know decided to, that you were going to reach out to that first person to be on your on your podcast. But what other reservations, if any, did you have about moving forward with the idea? I, I think for me, um, you know, the the initial. There, there were a couple. The big ones for me was, um, you know, I have a, uh, I come from corporate America. I've been in corporate, uh, say, you know, the first 10 years of my career, my the, the 10 years that I've been in corporate America, right? And so I thought, hey, like this, this, this uh, in certain instances, I may represent my company, right? I wear yeah. the, I wear company shirts with the logo and things like that. So I wanted to make sure um, initially, like, hey, does this, does this fit in with that messaging? Um I ultimately decided like, hey, I do have, you know, a personal identity is right. Kenneth Groom, Kenny Groom to some folks, Kenny G. Right. And so I want to make sure that, you know, my my brand stands on its own. Right. Um, and so I, I went through that. That was the initial one. And then just within my immediate circle, um, I you know, I learned there, there, there aren't a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners when it comes to my friends and my family. And so when I initially went to them, it was OK if there was some hesitation. I had to fight through some of their hesitation because it was just really something that, you know, they hadn't seen before. They didn't understand it. It doesn't mean that, you know, I shouldn't do it because I don't have anybody around me who can support me and tell me how to do it. Um, those were probably the two big ones um, that I quickly had to wrap my head around. And since I'm a sales guy, again, it's just all about me. You know, I spent some time thinking through it, but I spent very, as, as much time as I possibly could before I just said, Hey, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock and roll. Whatever I need to do, I'm gonna put it on myself. This is something that I can own. And ultimately, if I fail, I just know that you know I put the I put the work in, and and I gotta be happy with you know what whatever that result is. Right. Yeah. You you at least tried. How how much did you think about the uh, your 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 audio or your video? Like how what I'm I guess what I'm trying to get at with this question is like how much did you let if you did like the quality of the film, the, your, your camera or your audio or your, your, you know, your microphone, like how much, how much did that weigh on you making a decision to move forward? If, if at all. 
I would say it didn't matter to me as much. Um, and I was thinking, hey, it would be cool, right? It, it would be amazing and right from the very beginning. I had the right quality, um, you know, like everything lined up. You know, I was able to go out and spend thousands of dollars on the right equipment. But then I thought back to some of the people that I, that I truly follow on, um, you know, social media, I, I follow quite a few, you know, people within the business world, right? And their content, if you look at their content 10 years ago, it doesn't right. look good. These are people <laughs> right. who have been making millions of dollars. Like, stuff does not age well. Like, you think of some people who are recording in, like, you know, pre-2010 in the 90s and stuff. Now, even if they had thousands of dollars of equipment, video, audio, it still did not age good. But the cool thing is that now when you see them, right, if they're able to record any piece of content, they're able to leverage these tools now, right? And it, think about things like music, right? The music business, right? Music yeah. sounds better now quality-wise in terms of all the tools, right? They have a lot of tools that they can use, you know, whether or not the music is, quote-unquote, better is debatable. But you at least have more tools now to get better product out. Um, and so I just went from that standpoint, Hey, I know it's not going to be right at first, but imagine five years from now, if I'm able to put the time and the energy in and I've got all these things built out, it's going to be pretty incredible for me to go back and see, see where I started. Oh man. I love that. Yeah. That's what we all should run with. Like if you don't take anything else away from this interview and this conversation, it's just to, for you to get started today and just imagine and see yourself at the finish line or some sort of success, you know, within the next few years or five years or whatever. Cause I think a lot of times we let not having everything together or not having the right, this or not having the right, whatever it is. I think we let that hold us up from getting started and, you know, and it shouldn't, but at the end of the day, when you're on social media and you're seeing these different people who have their stuff together, so to speak, it, it kind of makes you feel like, okay, a little bit inadequate to where you're you're trying to get the right camera or you need to get the, the perfect lighting or you need some sort of makeup artist or you need, you know, some sort of um, fancy videographer that can come in and do all these different segues for your production, which, you know, hey, you 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 get to that point when you get there. But I really love the fact that you just said, hey, just at least get started, you know, <laughs> at least get started and then, you know, scale it up from there. Yeah, and I, I would say uh, I liken it back to entertainment all the time. Like, the people who blow up in entertainment right now, they usually start, like, it, all it takes is, like, one song. It takes one thing, you know, in the entertainment world, and you know, it's going viral. But it, all it really does is take, you know, what's that viral moment going to be for you when folks start interacting with you? Um, and it, it, it could be anything, right? It could be you reaching out, sending a post out on whatever your social media platform is. It could be you recording some audio, putting it on Spotify, you know, the different platforms, whatever it is, right? Um, it, it, it only takes, you know, one interaction for people to really start um, engaging with you as a person. And so you really just, like you say, you just got to go for it. Um, you, you don't have to have the biggest budget. I, I know a lot of companies out actually within my network, they have really big budgets and they'll record stuff on their phone. They'll record stuff literally on an iPhone. We all have some form of phone or a digital device, a, a tablet or something like that in our life where we can start, um, you know, building content, right? That's what it's all about. Exactly. We have that multimedia device. So really no, no excuses if that's something that you're interested in, creating content. Love it. All right, Kenny. So before we get ready to wrap up, um, you've dropped so many jewels. I'm trying to figure out where I can have you to kind of weigh in. I'll tell you what, I guess we'll we'll do this. 
give us a, a couple of words of inspiration or encouragement for the aspiring content creators to run with. Give us a little bit of fuel. Got it. Um, you know, what I will say right now is that we are in a time where there is so much to talk about, um, good or bad. And I believe at this moment, you know, I truly believe we all have, you know, a valuable opinion, right? We all have value to add to these conversations. And so we're, you know, we're at a time where you don't want people to have conversations for you. I don't personally. I want to be a part of the conversation, even if it's just me coming in, saying my piece and then dipping out. Right. But I want to make sure in the platforms where, you know, I feel that irrelevant that I have a say. Um, And so right now, you know, I, I tell anybody, um, if you feel like you got something to add, uh, any value, right, whether it's, um, you know, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, whatever the platform, email, anything that has, has to do with voice right now, you can just pick up the phone, start recording yourself, right? That, that, that's content. Uh, we got to change the, 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 our framework around what is content, quote unquote. It, it, it's not necessarily a process. Yeah. Um, it could be just as simple as you recording yourself, writing down your words, and then just picking a platform where you want to let people know uh, what you're thinking. But it it really truly starts with you just just taking that step. I like to say I like to say you know for entrepreneurs it it, it truly is you know jumping off that cliff. It is a it can seem like a big um, you know a big leap. Okay. Um, but just know that once you do it, you know, there you'll, you'll, you'll find, you'll find your network, you'll find folks who can, uh, you know, who will support you. Um, and you'll just start building from there and it'll grow. I promise you. Absolutely. Wonderful and amazing. All right. Perfect. You guys have heard from the wonderful Kenny Groom. Again, he is the host of Beyond Normal Podcast. Kenny, before we close this thing out, let us know we can find you online, drop your handles, all that good stuff and where people can tune in to Beyond Normal. Definitely. So you can find us um, on uh, IG, um, Beyond Normal Pod, Facebook, Beyond Normal Podcast, LinkedIn, same thing, Beyond Normal Podcast. We actually have a website that we just launched, www.beyondnormalpod.com. Excited to, um, you know, have that as a resource for folks as well. We'll definitely be leveraging that to highlight some of the entrepreneurs um, that are on for episodes. We're using social media um, in addition to that, to make sure that, you know, you know, we post uh, some of the products for the entrepreneurs that, that we highlight as well. We'll have the merch. Um, got some exciting things coming from merch for Q1 as well. And so we're just building and growing. But that's how you can reach out to us. Um, most major streaming platforms uh, we're on as well. So just type in Beyond Normal Podcast, um, backwards B, forward letter N. You'll see us that shield, that black and yellow shield. You'll see us there. And we are always uh, ready, rocking and rolling, putting out that content uh, for entrepreneurs uh, and for specifically for minorities, um, African-American, Latino, uh, female. Um, you know, we just want to make sure that we give them the stage and bring some awareness to those businesses. All right. Love it, Kenny. Thank you so much. We appreciate you being a guest and definitely looking forward to all the wonderful things you have going and having you back. So you take care. Talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on. Bye-bye. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.